0: and quantum leadership development between them. Once again, thanks for joining us and enjoy today's show.
1: All right, here we go. Are you ready? We're ready. Let's do it. Mainline Executive Coaching, ACT. Act, action, leaders, you must act. Act in a way that leads, act in a way that inspires, act in a way that motivates your people to loyalty, to get in, to do it to give their best because you are acting in that same kind of way. You've got that congruence going. Yeah. So today we are going to be talking about something that's really very deep to all of us here. We've been discussing this, Rich, and this, yeah. what is it that we want to talk about regards to training? Lots of things going on, the economies, nationally, internationally, companies, industries, all these kinds of things are happening. And so people, leaders, out of a sense of fear and worry and concern, they start, start looking for where can we cut, where can we pull back, where can we yeah. save the dollars, where we don't put out those expenditures. And so it's kind of like this. The way I kind of saw it is that when a team does poorly on the field, you know, they're doing a sport, and they, and they come back, and they we got our rear ends kicked bad. We did. You know what they don't do? They don't say, the coach doesn't come in and say, you know, because you guys did or you gals did so poorly on tonight's uh, floor or out there on the field today. Because we did so poorly, we're not going to do any kind of uh, training for the next two weeks. We're just going to stop.
0: <laughs> I I can't even tell you how, how funny that is, really, if you think about it. Yeah, yeah we, we really sucked today. So, hey, no practice for a couple of weeks. We're good.
1: <laughs> and the next, next game we're playing next week, we're not going to be prepared because we wouldn't do it. It wouldn't do any good anyway
0: because we're not going to get any <laughs> yeah. better. We're just going to take yeah. it off. Yeah. By the way we're cutting the quarterback too. Yeah. <laughs> He's <laughs> off the team.
1: Not only the guy but the position.
0: There yeah. will be no more quarterback. No more quarterback. <laughs> we're playing with we're 10. Gonna, we're going to try something else.
1: That guy takes a <laughs> lot of salary out of the company. So we're not going to have that that position anymore. We're just going to let you guys figure out what to do with the ball.
0: <laughs> you know, this this is this is funny because it just lines up it lines up perfectly with some of the things we're seeing. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's, a, it's actually it's, it's, it's funny, but it's a sad analogy if you really unpack it, because we are seeing this. And, and the problem is not only are we seeing this, but people are coming to us and saying, you know, there's not much I can do about this. They cut my budget. Yes, you know, and true. there's frustration there. There's real frustration. They they have, you know, people that understand the importance of training. Within an organization, yeah. and and developing your people, there, and suddenly they're going. I I would love to talk about something like this, but I have. There's no funds.
1: And, and and the thing that we they do notice, we do notice the training. If they do want to do any kind of training, it's on that side called behavior. Let's let's see if we get them to behave better. It's called, which comes right to that whole leadership thing of just do what I tell you to do. Yes. Which, as we know, is the worst leadership position of all because it's positional leadership. I don't really know what it is I'm doing. It. I'm just going to tell you what to do because I, that's what they're telling me about. Right. Just do what I tell you. Only this, pass it right down. It's the dead fish you're passing through the audience. It stinks. So it's not going to work out. So the other part of training that they're not looking at is how to develop better relationships. Ironically, right. it is in these areas of the soft skills that corporations, organizations are screaming that they need more of. These soft skills, communication, relationship building, improving performance through motivation, through inspiration. It's all that stuff. The the dollar signs, well, we don't have time for that anymore. Or even better yet, what we deal a lot with are the leaders. And there's that level of just the gut. How do you develop that gut in a leader so that they have that strong sense of confidence in who it is that they are? I was reading just real quickly here. Uh, I'll share this with you. I may well share the, the audience sometime. There's a quote that goes back to the 1960s, 70s. It's a guy named uh, Max, must be uh, Maxwell. I think he is he was a guy that wrote a particular book. Uh, gosh, it's escaping right now. But what he said was this: the problem that we have is we try and change behaviors without really figuring out what the core of that individual is. Yes, this goes way, way back. Way way back, and so that's what they're trying to do, and this is what we're talking about here in, in the need for training. If you just train people to do what it is you want them to do, they become more and more efficient. But at some point in time, they don't care. It doesn't matter to them because you can they can say all that you want is more out of me, but you're not really investing in me as an employee. Yeah, I'm becoming a better worker. Can we say this? Rich, that you can you can teach a person how to become a better worker, but that does not mean they'll become a better
0: employee. Oh, exactly. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Uh, there, that really comes goes back to even a question on culture, Michael. Uh, you know, what are you doing within your organization to make them a, a better employer to help them become a better employee? You can train and train and train and provide all the training you want, but if it's not the right training, and that really goes back to some of the what we're, we're going to talk about today. If it's not the right training and it's not relevant to the organization, if you got someone that's just out there throwing a a dart, uh, potential training opportunities for the organization, and it's not relevant to your vision, it's not relevant to the mission, it's not relevant to the purpose of the organization, then, you know, a lot of times uh, we've seen this. It's like, well, that didn't work, so let's pull the budget. You know, we're going to cut this out instead, yeah. of, instead of going to the source and finding out what really happened there. And the source is who? The leaders. Themselves. The leaders. The <laughs> leaders of the, the, the top brass, if you will. That's where this all comes from. It is it's their, their responsibility. It's, a, it's a it. to, 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 it.
1: You just said it. It's a. It's their responsibility. Leaders. It's your responsibility. We talked about this. Let's talk a little bit about this. If if you're looking at leaders, if you're looking at the training that we've done in the past has really not worked out. We feel like it's just been money down the toilet. We're not going to do it again. What happened? Whose fault is that? Give us. If you gave us a great examples. We were speaking before this anecdote. About they sent you know some people off. And I'll let you finish it off, okay? Yes,
0: uh, and, and it's it's it comes from a great article how, um, this individual sent his entire HR staff off to a national HR conference. When they came back, they were everybody was really excited, had a great time. And when he sat them down in the room and he said, Okay, what are you going to do with the information you learned from that? And it was crickets it was crickets. And so he sent them all off to their office to, to figure out what did you actually learn and how are we going to implement this with the organization? This is one thing, Michael, we talk about a lot. We talk this, uh, to a lot of people about this. You know, how many times have you been to a seminar? How many times have you had someone come into your organization and for a week, you know, you really talked about one specific thing. We're going to be better communicators. Uh, we're going to be better HR professionals. We're going to be better, uh, whatever it may be, driving for results. We're going to be better strategic thinkers. And at the end of the week, boy, everybody's so excited. We learned so much this week. You know, we you know we got the pin, we got the T-shirt, you know, the <laughs> mug, probably got the book, and you know whatever that may be. And in a week, two weeks following that. Nobody knows what to do with that information. It's lost on them. And that's that's because, and, and really it goes back to this, Michael.
1: Let me just, just let me just. just yeah, absolutely. It's lost on them because it was meaningless. It was meaningless. It didn't stick. It meant nothing to them.
0: Yeah. Yes, it, that's, that's the whole thing.
1: It was meaningless. Go yeah. on.
0: We. I mean, it was interesting. We had we had the converse, very conversation with someone who's going to be on our podcast coming up. It does not stick. you got to make sure that your training has stickiness to it and it's relevant. Here's one of the things. You go back to talk about behaviors. Culture is changed because of the behaviors in the company, but behavior is changed by mindset. Yeah. You've got to go back to that inner core, That that what is the inner core of our company? What's the core purpose of our company? You know, and, and this is a lot of times we see this. We see vision statements, we see mission statements. How often do we really walk into a place and see a purpose statement? This is our core purpose. That's the inner core of the company. That's the why. Why are we even here? And and the, that training has to be relevant to that why. Because if you if it's not the why, if we haven't figured out where the problems are in the company, we haven't figured out who we are as an organization. All this other training just is is just kind of bouncing off the hole. You know, it's like, you know, shooting at something and and ricocheting off because it's-, it's- Do you know
1: why that is? Here's why. I'll tell you why it is. Yeah. Again, leadership comes down and the attitudes, the behaviors, yeah. the whole yes. culture thing comes down from the top. If leadership isn't taking, as they they take appraisal of these different kinds of opportunities yeah. to yeah. train, if they're not taking it seriously, guess who else is going to take it seriously? Oh, the employees the employees is yeah they know if it's real they know if it really matters they know that if, if 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 this is something that the leadership has really invested in they will see certain behaviors we're going to be doing this training they start prepping them this yeah. is what we're going to do this is going to come up next month this is what we're prepared to do this is going to be the objective of this yeah. and after this we're going to be implementing these things they will already put in place a whole plan a whole strategy yeah. of why they're choosing this training at this time the expectations of what will happen during the training and the expectations that will come out of it. They will communicate that and they will follow it through and follow it up all the way so that you know that they were indeed serious about it. If they're not talking about it before, if they're not talking about it during and if they're not talking about it afterwards, they were never serious. Yeah. That becomes the problem. So leaders, if you're sending people off here and there to do some sort of training or other, but you haven't done the due diligence You haven't figured out what this really is and who should be going, who shouldn't be going, and what the expectations are. Get them all on the same page, just not in a discussion, but a real conversation. And then they come out of it and have a real conversation. Probably even, as
0: you would say, Rich, they go with them. Go with them. Yeah, because it's a team. Learn as a team. And then you're all on board with the same information. And it's relevant. It's relevant to who we are there. Not just relevant to them because I wasn't there. I want you to tell me what you learned. No, let's learn together. Let's learn together because we're going to function as a high, high functioning team together. Together.
1: If you take a look at that, teams do certain things. Yeah. Th- their success. They learn together. They practice together. They implement together, and they yeah. perform together. If they're not doing those four things together,
0: they're not a team. Yeah. I got to I got I to gotta give you an example, of this Michael. I think I've told you this before, that you know when it when it comes down to learning and, and growing as a team, this needs to come from the very top. Needs to start the example needs to start, you know the very top. Who who was it had on their, their desk the buck stops here? Teddy Roosevelt. The buck stops here, right? Me means I. You know this is where it stops. But I'm going to be the example to everybody essentially. So I was in this meeting. Okay. The chairman of the board was in this meeting and this, there had been a lot of money spent $1.6 million. If I, if I remember right, but it was right around that, that number on this training for the organization. And there was a very, very important follow-up meeting that we were discussing on setting the time for this meeting and having everybody show up together. Well, the CEO piped up and said, I can't make it. I've got a I've got a tea time that day. That was his exact words. I have a tea time. And it wasn't even a, a critical one. It was like with a buddy or something like that. That's exactly what he said. You know, we do this once a year, so I have this 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 tea time. And you could feel the tension in the room. You you could have cut it with a knife. And the chairman of the board was there. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know what his thoughts were because he didn't vocalize them at the point. But later on, the, the CEO was at that meeting. So, but the point is, is during this meeting, <laughs> during this meeting, and, and here's, a, here's a kicker, that CEO is no longer with the company, okay? No longer with the company. He, but he is
1: golfing a lot more now and enjoying it less.
0: And it, he's probably cutting strokes off his, his, <laughs> you know, his game. But yes. here's, the, here's the thing is, how can you do that? How can you expect your organization to be better? How can you expect that training budget to be effective? that money you're spending on training to be effective if we aren't if all hands are not on deck all hands have to be on deck and 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 so here's the thing here's the thing make sure as leaders as senior leaders that whatever that money is being spent on the training and it has to be relevant i think that's a very important key that training is relevant that you're you're spending it on the right people you're pulling the right talent levers you're utilizing the right training for your organization the right training for those people and be present be vigilant be there be a part of that learning because if you're not and you assume you've already got it down and you know and chances are you don't and you've got a team that's that's trying to grow and you're not part of that team what do you expect
1: that's and then right. you
0: turn around and cut the budget because Oh my gosh, it didn't really work. So I and think we should cut that one.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of trainings out there that are kind of, you know, there's the latest squirrel or there's the latest shiny object. Yep. Stuff. Yep. And they're not gonna add anything to your culture, to your productivity, to your bottom line, or anything. But boy, at the moment, they sure are attractive and there's a lot of pressure to go and do that stuff. Oh, absolutely. You gotta be smart about it. The yeah. time, the money, the resources, your people. There's a lot of temptations out there that will get you zero back. Yeah. But at the moment, it'll make you feel really good. Long term stickiness, the, the, the whole thing of your core business. Yeah. Nada.
0: Yeah. Here's the thing too, that long term, that long term uh and stickiness and all this we're talking about. See, my, my background, I come from medical device manufacturing and um, you know, manufacturing organizations. And one of the the, the most crucial things in any manufacturing organization, and they'll they'll tell this is a preventance maintenance program for your 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 machines, those assets in your organization to make sure they're they're well oiled, they're they're running, they're up to date, you know, they're they're ready to do their job that the employees when they come into work have a machine that they can they can perform with. They can perform with. Nothing is more you know, degrading or, or demoralizing than not to be able to perform your job, right? So can you imagine, and this goes back to Stephen Covey, like you mentioned, can you imagine cutting your PM budget, your preventance maintenance budget out of your, your company? No way. Um, no way. You you would fail. And it's the same thing with your people. Your people, you've got to have a a, a program that's not just a one-off, okay? It's got to be something that's continual, that you can continually come back to and refresh their minds or refresh who they are or help them continue to to grow on that very subject. Leadership development, executive coaching, things like that. Safety training has to be there that, you know, it it can't be a one-off. So don't assume that, oh gosh, you know, our training is, is just something that's just not working for us. So let's cut the budget.
1: I remember years ago when I was selling uh, coaching for Zig and for Dennis Waitley and Blanche, we would have our top coach come down and he would talk to us. He would train us. He'd take lunch hour and do that. I remember that every single time he came down, we always left feeling high, inspired, excited about what it is that we're marketing. Yeah. It was bring us, you know, here's the anecdotes of what we've done lately with the people, the people that you've enrolled, how their lives have changed. It was that ongoing of sharpening the saw, keeping us fresh, keeping us abreast, keeping us motiv- motivated and feeling like, you know, we're doing something that really matters here. People need that. They may go to work to get a paycheck, but it's that other stuff that they live on. That's what makes them really tick, gets them excited about it, just not doing the job. But excited about being there in your company, doing the things that you've asked them to do, hired them to do, using their talents to be their best and who it is who it is that they can bring to the company. So it's no big deal. If it's not working, it's because leaders, you didn't set it up. You didn't do your due diligence. You didn't figure it out. You didn't create the expectations and the follow through. Don't blame the training. Figure it out. We may be able to help you figure it out because we know that there's a lot of leaders out there that are struggling hard and not yes. getting the yeah. water or the waves. So let's wrap it up. We've been here a little bit longer than usual, but yeah, let's wrap it up, Rich. How do they get
0: a hold of us? Executive Leaders at ILEC.com. M Bailey at intelligentleadershipec.com, our Baron at Intelligentleadership EC.com reach out to us you've got all the information now you need to, to to look us up and uh no reason not to let's talk you know and and if you you have we would love to hear your comments as well on these if you feel like you know we're off on on a topic let's talk about it give us your comments let's 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 talk this through we'd appreciate that we want that feedback and so, We feed off of your feedback. We do. We do. Remember that. So, we feed yes. off. <laughs> yes. And we, we grow through, well, what's it? <laughs> you, you Steel doesn't become stronger if there's not fire, right?
1: Now pound on it. Heat it up.
0: Pound Heat on it up it. And pound on it. There you go. All right. All right. So shout outs. We've got some new listeners, Michael. Yes, we do. In fact,
1: I made note of one. Give me one moment. In fact, I even wrote it down so I could look at it to see where is that particular one? Am I looking for it? Look at it right now. It's not there. It is. There is it. Oh, yes, here it is. It's in it's uh England. Waltham Cross. I think that says Waltham Cross, Hedfordshire. First time we've seen that. That's and I hope one, I'm not yeah. spotting the, the the name of your town there, folks. Waltham Cross or Waltham Cross. Herefordshire, Yeah. Yeah. And and if that's pronounced
0: wrong, we expect to hear from you with the correct pronunciation.
1: Yeah. In fact, leave us a note (laughs) or better yet a voicemail so we actually hear how do you say this properly.
0: Absolutely. All right, folks, once again, come to the end of uh, another rousing episode of Mainline Executive Coaching ACT. And leaders, don't cut your budgets. Don't do that. It's just not a good idea, especially in today's world.
1: Yeah. Learn how to cut out the BS.
0: Cut out the, there you go.
1: Cut out the BS. right to it. Get it done. All right. All the best, you guys.
0: Okay. Take care. We'll see you again next time. With all of the issues facing leaders and organizations today, you need executive coaching more than ever. Go to our websites, richbaronexecutivecoaching.com, or michaelbailey.com you can also find us both on LinkedIn reach out to us and let's sit down and find out just how bright your future can be with executive coaching we'd also like to thank all of our supporters in over 60 countries and 600 cities worldwide who have helped to make us one of the top executive coaching podcasts in the world from Rich Barron and Michael Bailey this is Mainline Executive Coaching ACT thank you and take care.